0: Welcome back to the Cosmic Crow podcast. I cannot tell you how happy I am to be doing this again. Uh, I know it took a while. We had uh, some some personal issues and all those good things. I had to wait a little longer than I wanted to to start season two. Uh, but here we are. <laughs> so, uh, some very interesting things are happening around us now Uh, you know there's freaking portals open up everywhere (laughs) and uh, most of us don't even know it (laughs) but uh, a lot of things a lot of major things have been happening around the world there have been multiple shifts in collective consciousness and people are just lighting up all over the planet I think it's fantastic you know it is fantastic (laughs) And, uh, it's a really exciting time right now, and that's kind of why a lot of things are gonna be changing here on the show. This is no longer a PG show, okay? So, if harsh language bothers you, just turn it off, or wait until the little ones are asleep and catch up, you know, because, uh, I'm about to crack open some giant, lemons and make a massive glass of transformation juice. have made several personal transformations Uh, my mind is working in different ways you know and uh, I'm really exercising my throat chakra these days (laughs) I've seen some amazing things happening and I cannot wait to get to that shit okay I just want to share everything (laughs) with everybody and, and yeah so I feel like uh, I kind of took a segue into shallower waters in the first season, just meaning kind of that, uh, I was having a hard time speaking about what I'm actually living in the moment, and, uh, I mean, it's, it's all still good information, but it felt like a trip to the past, you know, and I, I don't fucking live there anymore, <laughs> so, uh, on this spiral path though it's necessary to go back and look at previous knowledge in contrast to new wisdom that uh is gained to see a bigger and fuller picture of what it is that we have learned so it's all a necessary process of growth and understanding the self uh i mean even even the emerald tablet it teaches us to avoid angles and straight lines <laughs> and uh, we're instructed to move gently in circular motion which is what we naturally do without realizing it so uh, all steps are necessary but What I really want to focus on are those people who want the next step. Who actually want to advance past fucking Wicca, okay? Beyond our base understanding of magic. uh, Beyond the prestige of ceremony and clerical hierarchy and into the real thing, you know? Magic is... It's a great idea uh, to someone who wants a quick fix for everything in their life until it's time to actually live that shit and do the work. And a lot of people aren't willing to go to the next step to see the world for what it is and to see what's really happening around them. They want uh, that complete superficial control of every fucking thing that happens you know but they're not willing to take responsibility (laughs) of every fucking thing that happens okay so a lot of things are going to change around here uh in light of the work that i've been doing personally i can say that i won't be holding my fucking tongue anymore okay the hour we are living in guys this is one of the most important moments in history and a lot of us don't even realize it so buckle up hold on your hats and maybe even grab some popcorn (laughs) now i listened to mark passio recently describing his understanding of alchemical transformation and i quite enjoyed hearing what he had to say about it If you've not had a chance to listen to those lectures, I highly recommend that you do so. Uh, One of the things that he talks about is the end of duality within. That many of us live in duality, in a sense that our minds say one thing and our bodies. Doing another, creating a constant struggle within. It's just a battle. Like every day is a fucking battle sometimes, you know? You want to be doing one thing, but you have to be doing something else. Uh, You know, this thing is wrong uh, spiritually, but um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Socially. it's required you know uh, those kind of inner struggles that that are just madness Uh, this cannot be any more accurate I know in the past I was like this and I know a lot of people with this internal struggle as well but it made me think about my own transformational experience and during that time I experienced unity and learned a new way of reaching it and i guess you could say it it certainly was a state of non-duality uh however (laughs) duality exists within it as a natural part of life being one of the universal principles of nature so i don't really take the stance that duality is awful Oh, let's just get rid of all duality you know I mean there is the duality within that is that struggle that we do need to uh, find a way to find peace with or control in some way if we find peace with it and, and no longer have that struggle uh, that would be ideal and um, It's really good to also understand that your higher self is all that you need to perform these alchemical processes upon yourself. You know, these higher understandings and a connection to the higher self. The thing about initiation and alchemy and all these other words that people are just wafting around like you're being given something. Some information or some power that you didn't previously have, it's utter bullshit. Okay, that idea in context to what others would have you believe that you need them for is bullshit. So, uh, it, it, it's so important for people to understand that the basis for the structure of the alchemical process, uh, It comes from nature. Every initiation system is based upon the natural process in your mind. It comes from nature. It comes from our own internal processes. And so this is what people mean when they tell you to be your own guru. Okay. I can guide you. Someone else can guide you maybe help give you that framework, but it is ultimately up to the individual to make their way through this process. Just as Mark Passio has suggested, just as the high initiators understand that the only student ready for what comes next is the student who stands up and says, let's fucking go. You know, the high initiators aren't going to select you, okay? If you wait for someone to say, okay, I think you're ready for the next stage of initiation, it's never going to happen. And if they do say that, be sure that you turn somewhere else because they either have no clue what they're talking about or they are attempting to keep you in their prefabricated box, okay? which will always be below them. It's your choice to rise. Never give that choice to someone else. Don't give your progress to someone else. And don't take someone else's process as the one true process, okay? Now, if you haven't checked out the Spiritual Alchemy series from last season, be sure to go through that entire thing. I know some of it might be boring, I don't know if it's boring to some of you, whatever, or you might find that some parts aren't that interesting, but the information is actually fucking important to this process if you really plan to make a change. You know, through my own practice and hardcore transformations, I've learned additional information from within and I'm really feeling ready to start sharing those things with you guys. You know, it's not about my process. It's not completely about my process. It's about sharing with other people so that they might uh, find some contrast within, find some similarities within, and find their own process. It's about finding your own process, not following mine, okay? The complete process of alchemical transformation can sound a lot like uh, Kundalini awakening. That is how I previously described it, Uh, but we have to remember that the context in which I found most information about Kundalini awakening and research and all that, it seems to be hardwired to be the same exact experience across the board for every single person. Or that it is expected to be experienced in the same way. And we have to remember that this transformation I'm talking about is a process of individuation. I think through all of the reading and all of the lectures that I've listened to about alchemy, one thing is not being mentioned, and uh, it, it might be that I'm not looking in the right places. Who knows? <laughs> or that maybe it's too difficult to talk about. Uh, I know that Crowley didn't have a hard time describing it, but uh, we have to be careful what information we take to heart on these matters uh, because the process and what comes of it is individuation. What I'm talking about is the real immortality. (laughs) You're like, what the fuck is she talking about? (laughs) Crowley thought uh, having his name live forever was the real immortality. Okay. In that respect, he got what he wanted. (laughs) The elite high class, everyone keeps calling high black magicians. Uh, think that transferring their consciousness into a biochemical surrogate is their only option of immortality because they aren't willing to do what's necessary to know the truth, okay? But many high magicians know the true immortality is a perfection of the Philosopher's Stone, so to speak, uh, which we have equated with the pineal gland. But it's so much more than that. Uh, what this really means is the true awakening of the eternal spirit of self. Now, I do a lot of posting on my pages on Facebook and groups, uh, you know, and all of that. So when I go to Facebook, I see these stupid memes that tickle me. (laughs) You know, you can't help it. They're just, you know, you just it doesn't matter. You have to see them. But one of those uh, said, the true awakening is not an awakening of your spirit but an awakening of your human. I don't know whose quote that is. If you know, let me know. (laughs) But it really, really tickled me because it's the fucking truth. And, um, I always get a good giggle when I hear or read the invocations uh, That say things like rise the spirit Awaken the divine so that it may rise within me. Okay, that's bullshit you guys <laughs> It's bullshit The spirit is always awake always there always aware <laughs> true immortality is awakening your human to spirit okay and uh, that is what the alchemical process provides it's one of the major things that alchemy, alchemy provides um, and uh, what is and it is known as a spiritual merging with the true divine essence of your higher self okay it's yeah basically so the complete and total alchemical transformation is in three stages which i have discussed at length in the first season uh these stages are nigrado albedo and rubedo, three colors black white and red and once you get real clear understandings of these colors and, and then you go and look at all these orders and factions within the church system and, in particular, the Catholic church system and uh, their orders, you see these colors over and over and over because they are indicative of the stage at which each order is at, okay? The, the process has been so bastardized It is used in a lot of ways to create conformity and control, as I'm sure that's apparent to almost anyone who's paying attention to the fucking world around them. All right. All of this shit I'm talking about is all of the things we are meant to fear, all all of the hidden knowledge that is kept from us through the control of fear. But, I'm not going to get too far into that pile of shit just yet. Okay. (laughs) The point is that during the process, well, during the process that I went through, I found it extremely difficult to differentiate between the two sides of the double-edged blade of occultism. Oh, shit. That sounds like a great episode. (laughs) Hang on. Hang on. write that down real quick okay anyway um i just think it's important to keep in mind what path you're actually on you know instead of wandering into the sea of of a subverted and bastardized tradition which are in place to act as nets that keep us from where we're going Okay, these systems are put in place and shoved in our faces for this very reason, and a lot of them have made their way into the New Age movement and into so-called uh, ancient traditions of Wicca, when we know there is no such fucking thing. But anyway, uh, I got distracted. Where was I? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh, the, oh the, the three stages of alchemy. I completely agree with Mark Passio when he talks about how most people are stuck inside the blackening stage, which is the first stage. And it's a stage of deconstruction. It's where we begin to see uh, the reality of the situations that we're facing, where falsehood begins to fall away, And a lot of people who enter that stage come out atheists. Simply because everything has been stripped away and nothing seems real. Which is more than likely an escape response to intense and and often traumatic truths. Okay, but listen up, people. If you're content with your life, your beliefs and your practices don't fuck with alchemy don't fuck with spiritual alchemy just don't do it because the first thing that's going to happen is you're going to go through night and all the pretty happy ideas you have about life are going to turn black with decay and you'll begin to question your entire existence because everything you thought you knew is total bullshit And, you know, some folks just are not equipped to handle those hardcore shifts like that. So, if you are content with your current level of power and control over your life and your emotional state and your mind, turn off the idea of performing alchemy on yourself and go back to your pretty little life. You know, there are so-called spiritual warriors who haven't even begun to touch nigrado who think their war is with the people around them okay it's not (laughs) it's not but let's not discredit anyone's journey okay that's not what I'm here to do because I know that everything that we do and experience on this path is practice for something Higher, okay, and I can say with complete confidence that everything you practice today will become your future. So choose wisely what you are focusing on, especially if you aim for high initiation, okay, or something of that sort. See. The, the rituals that we perform and practice over a long period of time essentially condition us on a very deep level. Almost to the point that we can actually say we are brainwashing ourselves, but in a good way, right? <laughs> Depending on what it is that you're doing. <laughs> this is why I think it's so important to individualize ritual. Uh, Meaning at some point in our practice, we have to find a way to rely solely on intuition and on spirit. The witch's path in particular does often start with book learning for a lot of you guys. And there's nothing wrong with that. Not everyone is born into certain traditions. Not everyone has the childhood that I had or were born psychic or whatever kind of bullshit you guys got going on, I don't know we don't all have the same life and in the long run it really doesn't matter when or where you started, what matters is your commitment to the path and your dedication to uh, your own advancement okay and at some stage in your development you, you come to a moment where you feel like it's necessary to stop following the books and start following your intuition. It is a natural stage of development on this path. Just like the the child who finally decides, I'm going to do this my way, you know. I mean, it's it's the same sort of thing when you are learning a new way of life. It's a natural process. It's, a, it's the natural process next step and if something is holding you back from doing that then you are being kept in a box and you need to get out when I went through my uh, underworld initiation well, that's a long fucking story, okay (laughs) but the man who, quote guided me through this process As a matter of fact, he had no fucking clue what he was doing. But, he spoke in the beginning some real serious shit against individual paths. Like, individual magic to him was a joke. And his reason was this. Let's see if we can grasp this nonsense, okay? (laughs) He said, quote, If something works for me, It should work for every single person, or else it's bullshit. So, all these personal paths are just bullshit people pretending to have power because there is only one way to power. End quote. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, This coming from a person who opposes Christianity at every blink. But this one-way deal doesn't sound unfamiliar now, does it? But uh, you and I know different Modern neo-paganism was developed on a foundation of individual path And it's something that we embrace uh, The anti-militant exploration of spirit if you will <laughs> So let's keep in mind that the man who said those things to me is a militant so-called Luciferian who preaches the exact opposite of personal apotheosis which is what Luciferianism was founded upon okay just just keep that in mind (laughs) I'm telling you this shit because there are a lot a lot of teachers churches and organizations out there that would have your spirit serving their will, and there needs to be serious discernment when choosing whose words you will take to heart. Okay, and one of the biggest ways to tell if you're being kept uh, subservient is if you are being discouraged from exploring your own methods, you need to walk away. Just turn around and say, fuck that, okay? Just get out. But more to the point here, <laughs> in light of personal apotheosis, we, we've got to be able to follow the natural and very individual development of self. So, discern for yourself. If someone is leading you into their apotheosis or yours. Okay. Uh, I'm definitely going to be getting into developing your own personal rituals. uh, Why it's important. And I'm not talking about writing your own spells and incantations. Okay. (laughs) This is about discovering your ancestral inheritance. Your own high uh, apotheosis. And connecting with... The true mythos that we have lost within the stories of someone else. It's about making daily contact with your higher self. The true gods of your existence. Not mine. Not anyone else's. Yours. Okay. This is about your path. Knowing yourself. Your blood. Your eternal spirit. Because there's a lot of shit... That your so-called initiators won't tell you especially if you're entering some low astral order that does nothing more than harvest your gifts and your energy for their own game and this includes high priests and priestesses with power and control complexes uh you know that includes all of those people too so stick around. <laughs> we are going to be getting down to some serious shit here. And it's time, okay? You can feel it. I can feel it. Things are changing every day in this world. And uh, we we can't just sit around waiting for someone else to fix everything for us, okay? Don't sit around and and pray that God and Goddess will fix everything. It's time to open those fucking eyes and see what's happening and to take control of our own minds and hearts because if you don't, someone else will. Ask the questions that no one else will ask. Learn how to see what no one else can see. And don't be too afraid to get out of the box. Or release yourself from the bondage of herd mentality, okay? I think it was, um, what what's his name? Mike Tazarian, I like that guy. Uh, I I think it was him I heard talking about the crowd in terms of an occult phenomenon. And it's absolutely fucking true, man. (laughs) And and it's not just Christian phenomena, okay? Uh, It is becoming a huge problem in the pagan community as well. Uh, You see it. You know it's there. It's like uh, being trapped in high school when you cared about sitting with the cool kids or something. (laughs) Fuck those twats, okay? Fuck those twats and their cliques. The, The crowd is an occult phenomenon directed by the control of select individuals, okay? Stop following them and find your own path. That's what we're here to do on this show. The Cosmic Crow. Be the crow. And get cosmic, okay? (laughs) You know, I've never really given any explanation on the title of this podcast other than speaking on the spiritual significance of the crow. Uh, I was recently asked if I was the crow. Because my last name is pronounced La Crow. And uh, no, it's not my real last name. <laughs> but uh, my response is yes, I am, and so are you. <laughs> so understand, guys, it's not about me specifically. It's it's also about you, you know, and the journeys you take yourself on, the heights uh, to which you are willing to go to develop Uh, your own self-mastery and spiritual advancement, okay? What's the stupid fucking picture that always makes me giggle? Uh, Be the crow you wish to see in the world. Uh, uh, Collect shiny things. Hop happily down the street for no apparent reason. And scream loudly when you see your friends. (laughs) Yeah, I like that one. It's so cute. Um, But it's also why... Uh, when I created designs for uh, merchandise that endorsed this show because I'm a Zazzler, uh, I, I create uh, zazzle designs, okay? that's what I do. and uh, when i when I made t-shirts and stuff for this show, I created a t-shirt that says, "I am the messenger and the message." That's not about me, guys. That's about you. Uh, the crows out there soaring and sharing your magic with the world. It's about those of you making that effort to improve, uh, to master the self and explore the unknown. You know, that that's what a cosmic crow does. <laughs> um, it's, it's not about having all the answers. It's about exploration and, uh, uh, you know, all of that good stuff. <laughs> I want to thank everyone one of you who are listening right now. And uh, thanks so much to all of the supporters of the show. Uh, you, can, you can support the show in a lot of different ways if you're interested in doing that. You can support the show on anchor.com By making a a small 99 cent monthly donation, you can purchase something from the Zazzle shop, uh, and you can check out the website and uh, find my PayPal link on the support page. And if you want to make a one dollar one one time donation. It doesn't really matter you can send 50 cents or whatever if you want to support the show and that is so very appreciated uh everything that i get um, goes to taking care of my son you know and uh, keeping up with this show you know keeping up with the internet and stuff like that Uh, a huge thanks to Kim I love you so very much <laughs> and uh, I'm super grateful for all of last season's guests too uh, I can't wait to see what's gonna happen this year episodes are probably going to get longer if you hadn't noticed uh, the way that last season was sort of going and um, and i'm i'm just really looking forward to hearing from you guys on the crazy shit that i talk about (laughs) and uh and i I look forward to seeing how this year's guest list is going to look i'm excited Um, but i don't i don't want to count my chickens before the hatch or whatever (laughs) I don't want to do that yet so I'm not going to say anything until it's time to say something I just I just want to thank everybody uh last year the the episodes um grew the audience grew quite a bit last year and I was pretty surprised Uh, so so thank you guys so much for for paying attention, for checking the show out, um, uh, I just, um, I like doing this, it's not, you know, I don't, I I don't want to be like the person who has all the fucking answers, I'll have all the fucking answers, okay, but when I talk, like, when I start talking about some of this stuff, I start, A lot of times I start channeling things that I didn't even know was there you know things start coming out and it's as much a discovery for me as it is for anybody listening (laughs) you know (laughs) because things come out and that I didn't expect and then start making sense and other things start making sense you know so it's not like I as a person as a human just has all the fucking answers I don't but I enjoy exploring because new things come up you know that's that's what that's what exploration is about finding new things <laughs> you know and um, talking about this kind of stuff just does that for me and I enjoy it um, I enjoy asking questions. I enjoy questioning things. I enjoy saying things that that, uh, you might question even. You know, it's a lot of fun for me and it's good for the soul. (laughs) So, I really appreciate you guys for just tuning in today. Uh, We'll have another episode next Tuesday. I'm going to have an episode every Tuesday morning Uh, I will catch you guys then at usually at eight o'clock unless something happens and I'm a little bit late okay life happens I'm I'm still human (laughs) I am considering changing the day of the week depending on what kind of feedback I get from y'all so let me know uh, if Tuesday mornings have been a problem if it could be better you know if a, a different a different day could be better I will check out the consensus <laughs> okay uh, and just let me know if that sounds like a shit I or not i don't know <laughs> uh i love you guys okay spread those wings be the crow and get cosmic all right <laughs> and as always stay blessed and empowered and i will catch you next time on the cosmic crow podcast